Hello and welcome to the Survivor's Guide to Life podcast. I'm Jenny Stevenson, your host, here with Peter Bernstein. And we are continuing today from, and Steve is gesturing already. And episode. I don't know, oh, we're episode 106. And uh, we're following 105. This is a two-part, at least two parts. We'll find out today whether we've covered it or not. Oh, yeah, good Last time, we were talking about hoping to help clear up some confusion about the difference between self-care and what I termed, and I think we termed, self-indulgence, particularly for leaders, people on whom other people depend for, uh, for guidance, for direction, for strength, support, uh, support and how, uh, how destructive a leader who abdicates their responsibility can be, is particularly if they think that what they're doing is self-care. Well, you know, one of the things that I saw, we're going to talk about this today. Um, most people, are, we, are, uh, we talked about people who run away from difficult situations. And um, we did, we are choosing to look at leaders because we've seen it, particularly this last one year, it's exposed so many people who were in leadership roles, who abdicated, who became, ran away, and, and really left a lot of the people looking up to them out there. At a loss, a big loss. We've seen enough of that. For me, that's a real personal thing, a stickler. I've, I've been a leader a long time. I did part of my PhD on the quali qualities of good leadership and bad. Um, so I, uh, I think that's kind that of where we ended last time. I don't want to jump right on you, but I remember when we finished um, 105, you were starting to talk about there were three types of leaders, and we don't have to go into a lot of detail. But you were talking about, you'd done your thesis on it, one was authoritative, one was authoritarian, and one was permissive. Right, and there's also prescribed roles that, that give people authority that don't necessarily, people in and of themselves don't have a natural authority, but the role gives them that power and authority over other people. So that's a different, that doesn't necessarily mean people are good authorities. It means they're put in roles of, a, of authority and some perform well and plenty don't. Um, some garner respect because of their personal qualities that come out and, 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 and show themselves in those roles. And others cause a lot of antagonism and a lot of negativity. So we've seen that. But you know, the reason, I, I think that the reason uh, this is so important to us is I've been looking at it a long time. Um, I know I know leaders that have been very good leaders. I know leaders that have natural leadership qualities, but are not really good people, <laughs> and they misuse them. I've seen that, so I wouldn't call them the positive kind of authoritative people. But they are leaders. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen those kind too. There's plenty of those. Uh, they're more along the lines, honestly, of a being authoritarian. So uh, what what are the qualities of a good leader? A good authoritative leader. A good authoritative leader. Well. You know, I, I've done a lot of work on this, and I've had good mentors and leaders in my life, or I couldn't be where I am today. But I think that one of them is they have a certain humanity and an experience that they draw upon that allows them to relate to the people that look to them, look, look, people that work under them or don't have the maturity yet or whatever, and they can relate to what that person's struggling with because they've been there themselves, but they're not there anymore, and they can kind of bring them along. And the really good mentors and authorities that I know of have also had the ability to be transparent. 
um, in the sense of they show the permission to be human and how valuable that is to other people because it gives them permission to be more human too. Mm -hmm. I've had very good authorities in my life, but they weren't easy with that. And you know, it was interesting, I'm human too, and I was younger, and I remember there was a part of me that didn't really, I wanted to be so much like them because they were good people, but there was a part of me that wasn't willing to accept my humanity and my flaws and my vulnerabilities because my mentors didn't. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of them who I loved and had a great respect for, he had trouble with this until, I'll never forget this, he developed a, a cancer at a relatively, I think it's 57. And um, I always loved him, I looked up to him, he was good to me, but he wasn't willing to be very transparent. Mm -hmm. And so part of me, eh, didn't give myself complete permission to accept myself totally as a human being. And then, he, I think, I remember telling him I was the only person he was telling that he had terminal cancer. I don't know if that was true completely, but I do remember how he changed over a period of time, and it wasn't all bad for a while, that he became so human and so vulnerable and so transparent mm. with me. Now, I don't know what he did with other people, but it lit up my world, mm -hmm. and it just all of a sudden gave me permission for to be something that I knew was so important for an authority to convey, that you can accept your flaws in humanity, it's okay. That you can be vulnerable, it's okay. Mm -hmm. That you can make mistakes and struggle, it's okay. Mm -hmm. um, I remember with this man, all of a sudden they had some very, uh, crystallized certain awakenings to me about not waiting to become that as an authority while it's too late. This man didn't have much more time to live. And I was thinking, my God, he could have conveyed so much valuable experience to others if they just could have seen this side of him. See that side of him too. And he didn't. And, yeah. I, and what a loss that was. I remember that had almost a greater impact on me than everything else over the years that he did. And I was thinking even in his de decline, he was contributing a tremendous lesson to me that I was going to follow and that was I wasn't going to wait until I was facing the end of my life before I'm comfortable with showing that part of myself to the people that can handle it. There's certain people you don't want to be vulnerable with them anyway because they're going to use it against you, but yeah. that's not everybody. So some, so some of the other qualities that he had shown up to that point of a good leader, uh, and you've talked about them, uh, are having a vision, uh, having perspective, uh, being willing to take action, uh, finding help, finding information, um, working with people, developing the people who are, are working with you. I know there's a lot of ways we could go, but let's touch on some of those things that are also good qualities well, that's, of a leader. Well, that's a lot right there. There's a lot right there. And I, I am a leader at our, our, our Trauma Recovery Institute, and I've been a long time. But I, I'll tell you this, I could never run this place by myself anymore. There's much too much entailed here. Um, and I'm fine with that. Um, but I do have a team of people around me that are very, very competent in certain er each one has specialties but i'll tell you what it's quite a team of people 
um, I see so much for the future, so much hope for the future because of our teams of people. Um, what I've done as a leader, number one, at this point in my life, um, I don't really, I'm not really totally territorial or very deeply concerned about my ego. Um, if I see that I'm lacking something, I love to use this one because I am not a techie. I am not a high-tech person, although I've got to admit, I can follow what they do and I can also be the authority, believe it or not. But as far as what they do, I'm not that. But I'll tell you what, I value what they do and I know quality um, technically and, and what it takes to really put out a message to other people about how much we care, that we really strive for high quality communication. Mm -hmm. And we believe the technical is very important at this point. And I have very top-notch technical people around me. Sometimes, t too much, because she gets upset about things. I don't and I get don't, worked up. Yeah, and I don't. I look at it and go, let's just follow this. <laughs> She's yeah. already seen through it, and she didn't like the technical things that people do. And I just say, oh, calm down. I want to ride this thing out. Yeah. She's not the only one. Um, no. And I'm so glad I am not like that. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they are. But you know what? We are a team. And one of the things that I've learned to do to really have a high quality outfit, probably one of the highest quality efforts I've ever seen, is not because I'm so great. It's because I, I want them to grow and become the people that they're meant to be. And what I do is I challenge them to take more responsibility in areas that they might avoid, areas they might struggle. In fact, I know I do. And I'll support them, and I'll encourage them, and sometimes they don't like it, but I don't care. What I really care about is they become what, they're, what I know they can be and so much more. And she is one of them. She's an astounding woman. Um, and uh, I love that. I love to see people come into their own. It, it thrills me as a leader and authority. Maybe that's the benevolent parent in me, but I don't baby them. But at no. the same, not at all. But at no. the same time, I'm, I am supportive. And I also have people that avoid taking certain challenges because they don't think they're very good at them. I think differently. And I'll put them in those areas and challenge them until they really get a hold of it. Many of them, I wouldn't say this is 100 percenter. I know it's not. Many of them really rise to the occasion. We have had some, I can't lie, part of my job is to oversee all of that, that they, that they really aren't up to the task for whatever reason. And so we'll support them. And I'll definitely bring it to their attention that they're not making it and it's not coming through and it's affecting other people in not a good way. So we do, and I say, as a team, we will support you and we will help you do this. But I know you're not really comfortable or doing well at this. All you have to do is admit it, and we will help you and support you and make sure this thing comes about. Because ultimately, the goal is to communicate the best material, the best support, the best information that we can to people <coughs> in, need, in need. Excuse me. I want to make sure, too, that we get to uh, something that relates to what we talked about last time. What is that? Which is, uh, we were talking about the leaders that have let people down. Oh, no, no. And um, 
it, it wasn't maybe that they weren't human, or maybe they were, maybe they weren't, mm -hmm. or it might not have been that they maybe were developing the people that worked for them. But what got in the way for these people? Uh, what did they not deal with that just almost kind of uh, nullified them as leaders in the situations that Being we were kind of. About? They abdicated their leadership. So what did they give in to okay. that, that, that made them ineffective? Okay, and I've seen this before. And yes, I listened to that last podcast. By the way, I think podcast number one was... Five, that, the, that was five. I got to say, I think it's one of the best we've done. I've listened to it a number of times. And I, when I was younger and I was needing that kind of information, I wish somebody would have done that kind of podcast. It was excellent. And what was really good about it is we spoke about especially relevant to these times, the last year. Um, lots of people have been afraid. Lots of, lots of information coming out um, politically, medically, scientifically that could scare the heck out of anybody. But it was up to a leader to sort that stuff out and not become so frightened and paranoid that instead of leading people through all of this and show them that they care and the people that are looking up to them, not to get into it so much that their fears take them over, and instead of showing courage, they become, I know this sounds, it is, they become very cowardly. So a good leader deals with their negative emotions. And they have to. Um, it's a, I think it's a heavier responsibility, I'll be honest. To be a leader, not, it's not for everybody, because you have to sacrifice so much to be a really good leader. Now, in this last year, who hasn't felt the fears at times about what was going on? And we've had up to now, what, 525,000 people die in the last year? It's been a very frightening experience. And yet it was up to a leader to have the healthy perspective, not to get let the fears turn into paranoia, not to run away and escape. And that was very encouraged, i got to say. Um, and by the powers that be, that was encouraged. But yet it wasn't the whole story because there was a way to help other people um, in, in the midst of all of this that would have led them to a, a better place. And I've seen that, I, I'll tell you where I've seen it. I've seen both sides of it. I've seen nurses particularly, and doctors too, who in the midst of all of this, kept themselves on the front lines, supportive of the people that were looking up to them. And they sacrificed so much, it's beyond words. And yet they knew what kind of responsibility, enormous responsibility they had to people that were so dependent and were in such trouble. I look up to those people and I offer my acknowledgement, my support, and love and appreciation. That's the truth. I've never seen it come out quite like this before. I've also seen the other, though. And what I've seen concerns me because it's still it's happening more now even. And that is a lot of people that were in leadership authority roles found ways to let their fears take over. They always justify themselves, always. People who run away always have reasons and they feel very justified. Um, so you can't really challenge them because they won't admit it's happening. But they abdicate their responsibility. They find reasons to run away in the name of self-care and precautions. And instead, they've let a lot of people down. And I've seen too much of that, and it really upsets me. Um, there's too much need out there to do that. Yes, it's a, it is a sacrificial 
position to be in in life, but that's too bad. That goes with the territory. We all, as leaders, have our time to eventually, and we need to do this to take care of ourselves for real self-care, and so we can come back to the front lines restored, renewed, and feeling more hope again and less emotional. So I know that's all important, but we've seen too much of the other this year. And it's, it's you know, I'll tell you what, at times it's made me very angry because I've seen so many people in need. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're just left out there by Hard themselves. to see them let down by yes. the people that they counted on and looked to for, um, for strength and for uh, hope. And, and some way of coping through all of this, by example, by help, whatever. There are people, I think Steve's uh, pastor's church is a real... Now, that's not a big church, and uh, I wouldn't say it's the most technically advanced, any of that. And yet their leader found some way mm-hmm. at all times to respond to them, to let them know that he, they were cared for, and they were not going to be left out there alone. Now, it took some innovation... And it wasn't top-notch all the time. It couldn't be, let's be honest, not with what's going on. And yet this man found a way, as a leader, to convey in a very real human way that he cared about the people that, he looked, up, that looked up to him. Uh, his and name's provide, Bill Funk, right? And provide for their needs. Absolutely. That is a good and I watched him in ways that he innovated. I know he did, and I don't know that, that much about him. Um, but that, to me, was a leader. And yet I didn't say it was the most polished, developed church or service or anything, but yet his message was, I'll find a way to be supportive. I will find a, we will find a way to acknowledge you and be with you. You know, you just brought up another thing, and we are out of time today, but you just brought up another quality of a leader, which is to be innovative and creative. So... I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not sure if we know yet whether we're gonna have part three to this one. Yes, we, we might. We must. So we have part three. We're coming back for part three. Don't know when. One o seven. We'll keep talking about the the strong, good qualities of a leader and how things can go wrong for leaders who don't come through for the people. But also how the things can go right. How they can go right. And I've seen people who weren't even in positions of leadership come out of this. They are leaders. I'm sure of it now. I've seen it through the. Yeah. difficulties, um, and they have many. I've seen them come to the forefront as true leaders. That's part of our theme, is the opportunity in adversity. That's, that's I think right. that's where it really, that's where the test is. That's where it is. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, the Survivor's Guide to Life podcast is sponsored by Sonoma Coast Trauma Treatment, a 501c3 charity that relies entirely on donations to keep us going. And if you have enjoyed, benefited from what we said today, please consider giving them a donation, sctraumatreatment.org. Peter and I can be reached at the Bernstein Institute. I am Jenny at bernsteininstitute.com, 707-781-3335. The Survivor's Guide to Life.com is our website, and we have a Facebook page and an Instagram, and we have a YouTube channel, and please listen, watch, like, and share. If you would like to, we have our little Survivor's Guide to Life booklet with some really good principles in it. It is really useful. If you get in touch with me any way you want to, I'll make sure you get a copy. And I think I got it all this time. Yay. Hang in there. and Yes, we will be back. We're all going to get through this, and some of us are going to get through it for the better. You watch. For the better, and you can too. So stay listening. Hang in there. 